One of life's most discombobulating experiences, should you choose to experience it, is the transition to being a parent after having your first child. It's overwhelming and messy and just a total upheaval of everything you used to know. Bea Fabregas was no exception to this. After getting engaged and getting married during the pandemic, the DJ and host welcomed her first child, Tyler, with her husband, Nico, about a year ago. And boy, does she have a lot to share about the experience. It was, most definitely, an overwhelming, messy upheaval of everything she used to know. But she wouldn't have it any other way. My name is Leah Cruz. On this episode of What Glass Ceiling, we talk to Bea Fabregas. Hi, Bea. Welcome to What Glass Ceiling. Thanks so much for being here. Um, first of all, thank you. I saw the like all the people that have guested, and I was just like, oh my gosh, why are you guys asking me to guess? Like, um, Lisa Makuha just guessed like a prima ballerina. So I'm like, um, cool. But yes, I'm Leah, I'm so happy to be here. And I'm really excited to talk about this personally, I guess, because um I I mean, like anytime you can talk about this transition in depth, I think it's like good for everyone in general. You know what I mean? That's going through it. So yeah, super excited. Okay. Why don't we begin here? Tell us about your son and your family nowadays. Oh my goodness. Tyler is 10 and a half months. My little chunky monkey. He is so heavy. Anyway. He's so cute. (laughs) He's so cute. Um... Gosh, my dad says that I shouldn't say that. I should wait for people to say that he's cute. And I'm like, I'm a mom. It's okay. I can say he's it's, cute. It's okay. Right? I said it first. I said it yeah. first. So yeah. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so we are, yeah. So I've been exclusively breastfeeding for that since, since he was born as well. So I'm also kind of like, I don't know how I'm still going <laughs> to be honest. Um, it's just, um, we are, we love our routine. You know, our, our Nico and I, like, we, I think it's been a big blessing that I've had him home for a lot of the days and we have really nice slow mornings, you know, because like the mornings with babies, it's such an important like time in their day. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, all day, but in the morning, parang, you know, their mood is the best. They just got rest and, you know, so it's nice to experience that as a little family before the day kind of takes you away and like all the things you have to do you know, take over. So I've been enjoying that, you know, a lot recently. Yeah. So he's turning one soon and I honestly cannot believe it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. So that's life for you nowadays. What was it like before Tyler? Let's, let's just paint the picture and put it side by side. So it's so funny because pre-pandemic, like right before the pandemic hit, that was the busiest season of my life. So, you know, I was on the radio, um, I, I did, I, I get, oh, I did a stint with CNN Philippines um, for the SEA Games in 2019, which I already knew was going to be super exhausting. But I was and like, I saw you. I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can do it, you know, with radio and then like all the events already. And then it's crazy because December 29, December in general, you're hosting so many things, Christmas parties, events, etc. Then I was like, reporting live sea games so i had days that were like i was up at 5 a.m and then i would get home at 1 a.m like you know what i mean i'm sure you totally understand what i'm talking about and so i i knew this like i knew that this season was a special that season of my life was a special season because i knew that i wasn't gonna be like full throttle forever right i was like so i was excited to be able to take that on because there was an awareness because of my sister i guess 
seeing her as a mom that I'm like, I'm not going to be able to give myself to this, to my career this way. So parang, okay, like, let's, let's do this. I'm exhausted. Sure. I have no life, but you know, I'm like, I was kind of married to my job and all the things that I was doing. And yes, I was exhausted, but I was so, I guess I was also so like, felt like I was learning, you know, in, in all these different settings. And then of course the pandemic hit. And then like all of a sudden, like, like, Silence, events, sports, everything. And so um, it really it really forced me to, I guess, assess um, how I viewed myself career-wise. Um, what, how, what were the things that were important to me? It, was I ready to have a child? Like I was thinking of all of these things because Nico and I got, were already engaged. And I think that, you know, you talk about the timeline, when you want to get pregnant, ganyan. But hindi naman talaga siya nasusunod. But in my head, I was like, okay, I want to be, I want to be a mom by 30 because of course you think about your health and, you know, all the things that women have to think about. You know, it's not like you can just like, oh, let's have a baby. You know, there's so many things that you consider, all these factors of, you know, how, how easy is it to get pregnant, this and that. So, yeah, so parang I would say right before everything, there was just such a crazy season. And then when I was pregnant, obviously, like, the anticipation of meeting my son just drove me insane. I just wanted to give birth already. But saying that, that busy season, comparing it prior to Tyler, nothing compares. <laughs> like, like, nothing, nothing, no level of exhaustion can compare to motherhood. It's Being really a new is, mom. Yeah, new mom. And... It's such a wild ride. And I, I think that was the really me putting things in perspective. Na parang, you're not just attending to a baby. You're attending to so many other things. So parang you're like, wow, moms are so strong. That's like all I was thinking about when, you know, I gave birth. I'm like, moms are so strong. Like, how did my mom give birth five times? That transition into motherhood is really extremely jarring. So you have... You have the pregnancy, which is already an entire conversation in itself. And then you have the birth, oh, yeah, another, exactly. another conversation. Like and then you have the, I know, exactly. And then the childcare. And saying it's a complete change of lifestyle and of pace is, it's the biggest understatement ever. Yeah. So why don't we go, yeah. Why don't, why don't we go like per chapter? Like what, sure. what was each chapter like for you? We can begin with the pregnancy. Yeah. Like what was so, jarring about it? I think um, I think it was a perfect time, quote unquote, because it was very hard to be pregnant when you couldn't go out. But in a sense, for me personally, career-wise, um, it was a perfect time for me because I wasn't going out the way, you know, like our like my job doesn't have me in one place, right? So I was like, wow, okay. Um not going out as often. I mean, events are at home. So maybe this is really the time to start my family. Because if if I wait and if I and then if things start again, I might not, you know what I mean? I might not want to, yeah. if that makes sense. Because I'm very like, okay, let's go, let's work, let's, you know, let's achieve things, let's grow. And I just I just felt like that was the perfect time. And it was I I describe it as the hardest time of my life also prior I like pregnancy was harder for me than the newborn stage because of of the pandemic and not being able to see friends not being able to um 
I mean, I didn't, I saw my best friends twice, at uh, once. Diba? Parang that's so insane. Like, you think you're growing life and you want to share this with everyone around you. Like, you know, like my, my parents would have to like swab before seeing me. So it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not, it's not the best first experience to pregnancy. However, it's an experience that so many women have gone through. It's not, I'm not, it's not unique to me. Like, diba? Daming nabuntis ng pandemic. And so it's like a, it's like, it's like a club. The brides that got married in the pandemic, which I'm part of, also the ones yeah. that got engaged and also the ones that gave birth. I'm part of all, Leah. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the queen of everything and president. Safe so, to say, maraming nangyari sa'yo sa pandemic. Yes, safe to say. Engagement, um, wedding, pregnancy, and I gave birth. All yeah. within COVID. Um, so yeah. I think the most jarring thing for me in the pregnancy was really being taken from physically from work. Like, no, you cannot work. You cannot yeah. be out and you cannot work. So that's what Nico and I say, you know, all the time. Two things can be true at the same time. You can be joyful and grateful for this new life in you, but also at the same time, heartbroken for what you're losing or what you're saying goodbye to. Yeah. And so I think that's what my pregnancy was all about. Like tr- truly understanding. It was nine months of me ruminating on... I'm like, okay, like, it's gonna be a wild ride after this. Dito palang na experience ko na na, you know, my, my lifestyle had to change, my pace had to change because of the, you know, the restrictions. Um, when there's a life, when, when you give birth, it's gonna be like no choice. Like, you have to make those changes. So I think that's what my pregnancy was like. It was, um, was, um, it was a lot of like me and my thoughts 24 7. How about moving into giving birth and uh, adapting to have to care for a newborn? What were the biggest challenges there? Wow. Um, I was so excited to meet Tyler because it was such a long stretch. And, um, okay, obviously there's there's labor. Like, how how much time do we have for that? Everybody has a different labor story, right? But um, I think, I think... I was so, I was just so happy that I wasn't pregnant anymore. And I like, he was in my arms. So there was, there was that, there was, there was that overwhelming, you know, they say, enjoy the newborn bliss. I really did take it in. I was like, wow. He's like, he's so little. He's, I, I took like, you know, 5,000 photos every day in every angle. And I, 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 I can gladly say that I really was able to like soak that season in. Although of course there was, there was a lot of fear that was like, I would say surrounding me because it was, I I gave birth during the Delta surge. And so, you know, you have, you're like, you're thinking of all of these things, but yeah. So, um, I guess like discovering myself as a mom and also seeing my husband, Nico discover himself as a father was so special for us. Um, and so I really did enjoy um, our newborn season. And I, it was nice to be able to like block everything out. You know, like somebody, I think it was Del, Delamar who told me that when you're in, when you just give birth, it's like you're in a cave and you don't want to see anyone and you just want to be with your baby. And I was like, really? And then when I gave birth, I was like, wow, I was exactly that. I was like, <laughs> no to people, like just me and Tyler. So that was, that was really that was really special. It was, it was more of having to start working. Um, that was 
so um i guess nakakabaliw there's no other word that i can i can describe because i i i took on some work engagements while i was pregnant not knowing what i was getting into so like six weeks postpartum i was working so that's not i don't suggest anyone does that like take all the time you need but i already you know i already said yes to those things so you know i had to go through it and it was it was very hard i also gave birth emergency cs so there's a physical there's a physical healing that you have to go through so i was like six weeks i was working you know like getting ready for work and then like you're in so much pain yeah so i think that was that was really hard for me um saying yes to work a little too early. Yeah, yeah. So that's something that I, I think moms who are, are soon-to-be moms who are expecting should keep in mind, especially with the physical healing. Because I was CS also with my first baby and I'm going to be CS with the second one. So you you have to give your body... You have to give no, your no, body no. time you to heal. Like, yeah, you have so to. You, like, what on earth? When people ask me, like, oh my goodness, because I work out a lot, they're always like, oh, where do I begin? And like, I really want to start moving already. I was emergency CS like you. And I was like, you have to understand that like, if you are in pain, like just don't move because like your your body just went through, I would say trauma because you were open up. It's trauma. Of course, you're birthing life and your body was a vessel, but you're wounded. So there's also that fun fact. I know, I know, I know. Literally, they, I think they slice through, I'm not sure, if, correct me if I'm wrong, five layers? Five. Yeah? Five. Yeah, five. Yeah. They slice through five layers. And we don't move all the organs. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry if you're not enjoying listening to this, but it's the truth. Moving around okay. the organs and slicing through it. Okay, you, mentioned, you mentioned earlier also that, you know, when you're caring for a newborn, that's not the only thing that you're doing. One thing, one, one thing that you're also doing is running your household and your household has to adjust. What changed? How did you guys have to adjust? Wow. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, I felt like there were so many people to take care of. If that makes sense. Because, yeah. okay, there's a newborn. And then there's my husband who needs to eat, of course. It's very important to nourish our husbands. Um, and then there's you. Right. And so, okay, like, how do we do this? The newborn needs to be breastfed. My, my scar needs to heal. So I can't really move so much, but I need to cook because Nico does not know how to cook. And I don't want to order because ordering is not the healthiest thing. So, you know, you're trying to like all of these little things, like you're thinking, how do I do this? Right. And um, you do get used to it, but there is a point where sometimes you just feel so paralyzed by all the things that you have to do. Um, I think that's how, that's the word for it. I felt, I felt so, parang, sa sobrang daming kong iniisip, parang there were moments where I would just like sit and stare and try to process and just like, okay, like, take a breather, take a moment, like you can do this. Because you, yeah, like, okay, like there's there's food and and all that but what about work and what about all the other things that you have to get to and you know the the newborn stage is so demanding that you know they say always find time for yourself always find time for yourself and i'm just like 
Okay, so like how? Like, you know, that's it's really a meme where they say, oh, you know, so I'm supposed to stay hydrated, you know, feed my baby, feed my husband, eat healthy, work out, have a social life, you know, do my skincare routine. Like, how am I going to do all these things? So that's what changed for me, like really managing my energy. So, kung dati, parang, yeah, you do everything that you can do in the day. That, now that, you know, that I'm a mom, okay, if this is giving me, if this is too stressful for this day, and like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm assessing, like, my my energy or like, my how full my cup is. Parang, if, if there was something na hindi kaya, parang, I have to accept defeat and just be like, okay, this is for another day. I can't do this. And that was hard for me. Because I'm like, I'm a go-getter. I can do all things. So it was really like, I was, it's not humbling because I don't even think that anyone's my yab. I think moms just want to be able to do everything they can to yeah. make sure everyone's okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it's not like you're, you know, it's not kayabangan it. I don't think humbling is the word. It's more of like, yun nga, really understanding the pace that you need to be at. Because yes, you can be efficient. But yes, but you can also, but you also need to make sure that you don't, you know, you're not just like a train that's going full speed and that's going to crash one day. So that's something that I think I'm still learning. I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting better at it. One thing that people don't give you a heads up on, well, at least I personally think, is how much having a child will change your dynamics with your husband, the relationship. But it changes it so much. The dynamics of your partnership, even the way you approach your your relationship. How did yours change? I always say this that like I always used to say it, you know, like because Nico also, you know, does post things, you know, we we're both technically in the same industry before, and people would always ask, like, um, what's your love story like? What do you guys like when you fight? We've been asked that a lot. And I could honestly say that we really weren't the couple that argued because um, I think he really understood like my ebbs and my flow, like my moods and, you know, like when to let something go and when to just let me like obsess over something. Then I'll, you know what I mean? Like he really understood like how I worked, but we really fought when I gave birth. So I was like two months post postpartum. I had to honor I think there's, I think there's like a, like an automatic parang thought na parang, oh, you're tired. Well, try being a mom. <laughs> like try, try pushing a baby out. And like, it's not his fault that he can't push a baby out. If Nico could push a baby out, he would. Like if Nico could breastfeed, he would. Like he's the type na parang, he was really so, he felt so helpless when he could not help me because physically I had to be doing everything, right? But there were still times where there's a comparison or, you know, like in the wee hours of the morning, like you're just so short with your husband because you're so tired. And I think that was really something I had to catch. Because I'm like, it's not his fault that he's physically like not able to do this, you know. So I was, I felt like I was resenting him for things that weren't his fault. And we really had to discuss that and itemize these things. Like, okay, why are you upset? Okay, how can I be better? You know, I think it's so it's so healthy to enter, especially the newborn stage, because parang you expect things to just start working. 
But no, this is you're you're a first time mom, and he's a first time dad. He doesn't know how this works. So it got to a point where Nico was like, "If you need to kick me to wake up, kick me." So sinisipa ako siya kasi. Like, can you imagine? Like, I'm sure, I'm sure this 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 has been discussed like in, in all households. You don't hear the baby. I can hear the baby crying. The moment the baby cries, I can hear the baby. Why don't you get up? Like, this is such a common thing. And Nico's like, I really don't hear the baby. And I'm like, really? Like, how is that possible? But he's not lying. He really doesn't hear the baby. So it's like, it's understanding how he's built. And he's understanding how I'm built. And once we were able to scream it out, not that much scream, maybe I was screaming and he was like, you know, listening. Um, it was a very personal and um, I guess parang... It was so new for us also to be to be arguing that way. And in such a tender stage, diba? Parang there's this baby, you know, not knowing. He's just waiting, sleeping so peacefully. So that really changed for Nico and I, that really having to say, this is what I'm feeling. Because before, nung parang girlfriend-boyfriend kami, parang gets na namin, oh, okay, ito yung mood niya, or ito, ganyan. But when we became parents... And the value of communication and literally just saying what you mean, say what you want, you know, say it out loud, yeah. um, really helped us. Um, okay. So I also think maybe because there's no, you're, you're, you're on a new level of exhaustion. <laughs> so the patience also like that you had when you guys were like dating, it's, it's different. Eh? Not saying that there's no patience when you're, oh, there's more patience when you're married, of course, but I don't know. It's like a, Let's not sit around and waste time. Like, you know what I mean? Let's be, let's be, let's be good and let's be effective. I, I keep saying effective because there's so much stuff to so do. So much eh. stuff to do. Yeah. There's so yeah. much stuff to do. So you want to be in harmony with your husband and you want to be on the same page. And yeah, communication was such a big thing for us. Um, even more. And really calling things out for what they are. Parang, this is why I'm disappointed in you. This is what I'm expecting of you. And I'm sorry I did this. And yeah, parang it was so, you're so, you're so vulnerable then. Yeah. The both of us. Yeah. yeah. How did your approach to finances change? Not just in terms of budgeting, but in terms of priorities, yeah. in terms of spending for yourself, even in terms of luho, even in terms of yeah. like adjusting how you had to deal with it maybe as a, as a husband and wife team. Because it's a big it's a big discussion that you have to have. Yeah. When you have a um, baby. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't... Luckily, I didn't... Because I was home a lot, I didn't have a lot of like... I didn't need to spend a lot on like these pregnancy like clothes or whatever because I was just always at home. So that was nice not having to like have that expense because, oh, babies need so many things, yes. right? So many things. And then I think it was... I think I'm... I think I am very blessed. Nico and I are very blessed because we've always been so open with our finances, even when we were working. And like, we always said it out loud. Okay, we're both paying for our wedding. Like, kami lang. So we have always been um, a team when it comes to our finances. And I guess we both understood that um, a hospital bill is going to be crazy. Um, you know, that, you know, it's just, yeah, okay, popped out a baby, but also hello to this hospital. <laughs> um, and then all the things that, it's crazy because you need so many things per season. So, yeah, there are things you can do away with. Pero may mga kailangan talaga eh. Yeah. Like, ngayon, hindi ko na ginagamit yung pump ko. 
Pero for seven months, I needed my pump. So it just, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense to not spend that money in a month. So I guess we really just assess what do we need and what is like really cool to have. Like, oh, you know, even buying a stroller, there's like, Nico went on a deep dive. He w- he literally, I think he viewed like 200 strollers. I'm not even kidding. And you want to buy that unnecessary, you want to buy that stroller for your kid. You want your kid to have the best. You want your kid to be in the most expensive stroller. Everybody, everybody will feel that, right? But then you also are assessing, it's a stroller. It pushes your baby. Let's assess, like, let's calm down. So we had moments like that. Like we, I remember we were so proud because we made the practical choice because we wanted to, we wanted to buy that unnecessarily expensive. So we really did. We were so close, but we made the practical choice. So it's nice. It was nice for us actually, because we were, I think we were also growing, you know, before parang we just buy anything in the mall. Like, oh, you want it? Get it. Yeah. But now it's like, do I need this? No, I don't need this because you have a kid now and you're like, um, he's going to go to school one day and I'm going to want to have, I want I want that fun for him. And so I think that, um, I guess, um, if there's anything that I think Naman needs adjusting is also we did stop, but we got to a point where we stopped buying things for ourselves. And I think na it's okay to buy something for yourself. It's fine. Like Nico, you know, like, like Nico was telling me, don't like the mom guilt of like, you know, buying stuff for myself. Um, I really had to work through that. Let's talk about body image. You went from, you know, you're a fitness icon on social media and then you have to deal with all these extreme, icon. yeah, all these extreme incredible changes in your body. And what was that like? You don't have any control, eh? You don't have any control over it, really. Um, what was it like? I think, um, I think being aware is one thing, but going through it is another thing. I always was like, yeah, I know I'm going to get big. Yeah, I know I'm going to, yeah, I know my body's not going to be the same. I don't feel, I don't necessarily feel the need to be like my old waistline. Like, I feel like one that's impossible. Maybe, I don't know, maybe one day I'll I'll, I'll get to it. But there's no, so, there's not, it's not so much a pressure to, to be that old me. It is more of, you are so confused when you look in the mirror. Because that is not who you were for all your life, if that makes sense, diba? Parang it's not so much yung parang ang tabako na ngayon. It's not that. Eh. It's a physical change. Your the structure of your bones are different. You look in the and I'm like, this is not this is not what I was looking at for 29 years. So it was that for me. Eh. Parang hindi so much yung I gained weight. It was more of like um, I felt like a stranger in my body. I would look in the mirror and I was like. I, I don't know this person. So I really had to work through those thoughts. And I actually started declaring out loud that I love my body, like in front of the mirror. Like I, you know, I, I was never that type of person. Like you're positive, positive. <laughs> Super not, <laughs> not me at all. But in this season, I had to recognize, oh, that's what you need, Bea. You need to speak good things to your body because you need to say it out loud. You need to hear it yourself. You need to thank your body for what it went through. And it sounds so simple, but in that tender, gentle, in that tender, gentle and vulnerable season of like 
healing your scar and breastfeeding and not being able to stand up straight. That's what I needed to hear. Eh? Yeah. So I, you know, that's what I kept doing until I believed it. Now I'm like, so now I think, you know, 10 and a half months into it, I feel so strong. I feel so happy in my body. Of course, there are things that I want to work on, especially, you know, because there's a physical, um, there's a physical aspect of like really healing your core, you know, like, you know, like actually like not injuring yourself when you're working out, stuff like that. Right. I mean, like, I guess it's like the, you know, like small details here and there, but when it comes to loving the body that I have, it, it, it actually took words of affirmation from me. So I don't know if that's something that other women experience as well, because it's, it's really crazy. There's so much, you know, it's, it's not even just the stretch marks. It's, it's, it's literally everything. It's even the way you smell. You, you smell different after you give birth. I'm like, who is, what does that smell? I'm like, ah, no I'm serious it's not a bad smell but it's like your sweat because your hormones there's so much change everything is different your hair your skin your nails everything yeah parang oh my god like some women glow some women don't like you know some women their skin gets dry some them super fresh yeah (laughs) it's really so yun have you felt pressure, whether internal or external, to keep up with an image, an image that maybe other people have of you or you have of yourself, or certain standards, whether they're standards that you set for yourself or that were put in place by other people? Have you felt that? I yes, for sure. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, of course, like I talk about fitness and you know, I I work out and you know, like I was a my waistline was so small and I had six pack and you know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> I think, I think I had this fantasy that I was going to get pregnant and I was going to be one of those women that just lost the weight naturally. You know what I mean? I, I thought I had that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I was like, you know, I'm, I'm in a, I'm fit right now. Like my metabolism is, is in a good place. We worked hard to get where you are. So sabi ko, baka naman, I'll get pregnant. After I give birth, everything will just, you know, kind of fall back into place. Wrong! I I had to, I, obviously you can't naman work on yourself in that season. So I had to like, I was like, mamaya ka na, hindi na kita iisipin. I'm just gonna think of that, you know, I'm just gonna think of that when I can actually start doing something about it. But I think the pressure, um, I think it exists. Let's not, let's not lie. I think people do compare. I think people definitely, you know, look at her, look at a mom and be like, oh, she looks good for a mom. Or you know what I mean? Oh, she looks good. You know what I mean? I hate that. Eh? I really don't like it. Yung parang, oh, but you look, but you look good for a mom. I'm like, what the, what on, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> like, I don't understand what that's supposed to mean. Like our moms, do moms not look good? That, you know, so I've gotten that a lot. And I know that it's meant as a compliment, but um, you know, let's acknowledge that there is a pressure on women to not not probably look like their old selves, but probably parang look put together. You know what I mean? So there is, yeah, so there is, I would say there are days where I don't feel that pressure at all, but then there are days when maybe the day was long. And maybe I'm not feeling my best. And that pressure does get to me. 
So, you know, it still, it still exists. But I would say I am so much better at it. And for me to be able to say that, especially like with my journey with my weight, I'm sure everybody has a unique journey with weight and body image. I, you know, I'm really proud of working, working my, working to get here. Cause you have to fight for it. Eh, you know, you really have to fight for it. Those thoughts in your head to just not think about it. Cause eh, it's going to ruin your day because you can't do anything about it. You know, you have to work on it slowly. And yeah. So parang, like right now, um, I can't lose weight the way I want to because I'm still breastfeeding. And so that's a choice that I'm making. So I was telling Nico, Grabe no, if I wasn't breastfeeding, I could do whatever I wanted. Like I could stop eating, you know, like I could go on a caloric deficit and it wouldn't matter. But I can't do that now because there's somebody literally relying on me for nutrients. <laughs> so you want to be well-fed so you can feed your baby. And I think Tyler is well-fed. <laughs> look at him. I think he's well-fed. Good job, so, Mama. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I'm so proud. <laughs> There's a lot of talk about different approaches when it comes to mixing your family and your work or career. So there's the somewhat traditional kids, family first approach. And then there's the more go-getter. Ah, we can do it all. We can, women can, you know, moms can do it all approach. Yeah. And there are two different schools of thought. What are your thoughts here? Do you, you want to share if you fall into one or the other? I think I'm in, I'm in between. I think I am thankful to be able to be where I'm at right now because I do work freelance. And so there are many days where I'm just at home and there's literally nothing to do but take care of my child. But then there are days when I have to be gone the entire day and, you know, I don't see him. And so I have to like fix the breast milk, you know, and but um, yeah, so I think I'm in a weird in between that is not super common, I would say, but um also being in that weird in between i am experiencing like um like like okay when i'm home and i have to like when i'm when i leave because there are days that it's all me with my baby when i leave and it's not me i feel like oh my goodness like i should be changing that diaper or shouldn't be that bottle it should be the breast you know so parang because i don't have it's not like yung parang you're three months, you're with your baby, then you go to work. And then there's this new reality. Oh, kasi it's iba, iba every week. And it's the life of freelance. So it's like, it's like uncertainty forever. Like you never know what your day is going to look like. And so I think that's where I am. But I don't, for me, um, I would, I would really want to be able to nurture my career and nurture my child at the same time. And I think, I don't know how, but like, I think I'm like, I, I don't know how, like I'm balancing it right now. Somehow it's happening. We're okay so far. So, um, so far, so good. But I, I have definitely taken less work, if that makes sense. Yeah. There really is going to be, you can't, you can't be like a hundred percent both ways. So something's got to give. And for me, um, um, thankfully, like we're a two income household. So if there's something that's too much for, you know, for me on my plate, Nico tells me, you know, like practically, okay, that, that one go, it's okay. Cause you know, like he's earning also. So I think, um, I think that 
like that for me is a big blessing. Also, I think if Nico, if I wanted to stop working and if I wanted to be a full-time, like stay at home mom, I think my husband would also be supportive of that. So I think this is, I think I'm working and I'm working on this career um, obviously because it's great to be a two-income household, but also because I want to keep doing this. And because I want to keep doing this, it's something that me and my husband are honoring, diba? So yon. Has there been a difference in how people, whether it's the audience or any random person or brands, view you or approach you after you became a mom? Oh yeah, I'm not Bea Fabricas anymore. I'm Tyler's mom. <laughs> no, 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 I really am not. Like, I am no longer who that person was. I am just Tyler's mom. I'm, I'm not offended by it, I would say, because obviously, like, he's my baby, but it is a little weird to just, like, where's your baby? Like, I'm like, oh, at home, because I want to bring my baby here because I, <laughs> you're not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the automatic thing that people ask me because now where's your baby so in at events um that's literally this the only thing that's said to me like oh my god like where's your baby so um it's not something offensive at all it's just something that i noticed you know what i mean it's not nice to see you and maybe because he's also this the age that he is but he's in that like super pudgy like you know what I mean like chubby chunky stage that everyone's giggle to you know what I mean like I, I don't know um and maybe because the nature of my my work I do he he is seen on my feed so I can't also blame people for looking for him but yeah I am um I am mommy Bea now and that's totally fine um that's totally fine but I'm also I also um am still very into the the things that I, I used to like. If I may say, there's like some sort of identity crisis that goes on really. For sure. When you, when you become a mom. And, and it never goes back to the way it was. Yeah. It's, it's completely yeah. different. So I think that's what... I agree. Yeah, I think that, that, that's it. That's it really. There's, there's, it's, there are changes that will be permanent. <laughs> mm. It's not about bouncing back or getting back. Everything will change. How about brands that have approached you to work with you? Have there been, have there been changes in that? And how do you feel about that? Oh, I think I, I definitely am not like the young fit, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, like I see events that I honestly like, oh, I, I hosted that the other year. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that, you know, and then it's not me this year and I felt I think I felt bad for sure of course you're gonna feel bad because again it's saying goodbye to to former you and accepting a new season that you're in and it doesn't mean the season you're currently in is not beautiful it just means you're mourning what you're losing and so that's what I'm you know constantly going back and forth with but in in saying goodbye to old things there are new fun things that that I experience also with brands, you know, like, um, like brands that I actually usually like really use. And then they're like, Oh, we think you're a perfect fit for this because like, you're, you know, you're a young mom. And I'm like, why? Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, Oh, thank you. This is perfect. Cause this is something that I actually use. But then, yeah, there are also brands that, you know, like, I think maybe, um, like beauty and, um, let's say fashion, 
um, that I used to like work a lot with, they're not as, you know, they're not in my realm as much because of course they target a younger consumer, like a single girl. Let's say, let's like, let's say the facts that's, you know, so, and also it's true because the people that follow me, there are a lot of first time moms that message me and I'm like, wow, it's so nice to meet all of you here. Like, how did you find me? <laughs> how did you know that I'm here too? Ganon. So I think the bad, like you grow with, with your following and your space online. And that's, it's that there's a beauty in that. Um, but yeah, parang, it's, I don't know think it's like anything with ego. It's yeah. just really what I said, saying goodbye to, to things that are no longer um, fit. And what I'm thankful for is I think um, jumping for opportunities in the past and taking everything that I could in the past. But I feel them in a sense of like, I'm settled. You know, I, I thought about it all. I had nine months of pregnancy to process all of this. So that's what I'm also thankful for. Na parang, na expect ko na siya. So hindi siya as hurtful when it like, when I was going through it. Um, but yeah, there's a definite change. Um, there's a lot of like family brands that, yeah. that tap me. Um, and it's it's okay. Just grow as you go. So we've been talking a lot about changes. And uh, as we mentioned, yeah, yeah it, it's just one giant change after another. But one of the biggest changes is really a change in your own personal mindset because you shift focus from me, even if you're married, it's me, eh, diba? Even if you're married, it's just the two of you. It's still me. To yes. someone else or we. You, you, it's like this massive shift in mindset when you become a mom. And I, I, from everything that you've said already, it sounds like you've done really well with that. But it's not the easiest thing. It's very difficult to have to shift your mindset like that. Super duper. <laughs> um, also because like I, I, you know, I lived alone before I got married. And it's like... Um, but I think Leah, I think, I think people, I, I don't know if, um, like you heard this a lot growing up, but my parents always used to say this by honoring the season that you're in. And I think this is so important because I, I, I really value my career to a point where I feel like I worshiped it too much. You know, like it was, it was my idol for a bit. And I think the pregnancy is what jolted me and made me kind of like, it made things kind of fall into place and it made me think what is important to me what is your identity who who are you if you're not a host who are you if you don't know how to do this and i think um i think not parang attaching yourself so much to everything that you've built will do you some good if that makes sense if you because it's like hey, that's great but what you're doing now is way more important like, yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, you were like, yeah, you were reporting and you were on the radio and you were doing all these things. That's good, Bea. But this is more important. And I had to keep telling myself that. And yeah, by I guess, parang knocking your head over and over again, like, pumasok yung, yung message. And yeah, so really just putting things in perspective and honoring the season that you're in. And so um, I love being a mom. It's so hard, but I love it. It's like the best ever. But it's definitely not easy to get that pers- it's that new perspective in. It's very hard. It's sure. very hard. Even like yeah. speaking from personal experience. There's, yeah. there's also this great tension between like, say, dedicating yourself to another being and literally needing to take some time for yourself, yes. for your sanity. Yeah. 
How do yeah, you how do you sure. deal with that? Um, you super need it yeah. because it's not normal to keep singing the same songs over and over again. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> not right <laughs> it's not yeah. normal to be reading the same books yeah. over and over again something is going to just like <laughs> ah, like you're gonna go crazy right diba? i think i i really i wasn't obviously you're not really able to do it let's be honest there's in this newborn stage and when they're really small it's really hard so that all that it looked like at the time was really putting on moisturizer and sunblock and just having like 20 minutes to myself in the banyo or like being on a call with my friend and just like, you know, just a little bit. Because I wouldn't say like cooking or like, because I don't enjoy that. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't call it as like, I wouldn't call the mundane chores that I had to do myself me time. So I wanted, you know, something that I really enjoyed. And so when I was able to, um, obviously also being safe and like, you know, it, factoring all of these things in when I was really able to kind of like sneak out like little moments, like the moment that parang Nico and I felt that it was okay to like grab coffee outside. I really did that. However, it's so funny because when you're out, like mama dalika naman because you want to go home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're thinking of your child. So again, as you mentioned, it's a balance. Um, Somebody asked me like some, somebody randomly online messaged me. She's like, how do you, because I, she replied to me playing playing tennis with my dad, and she asked, "How do you like enjoy your time? Like you, you here, you are, you're playing tennis, and like your baby's not with you." And yung uh, parang if you if you are not happy, like you're not gonna be a happy mom. So your baby is fine. Stop worrying. Which I'm still working on. I'm. What is it like with moms and like all the possibilities that can happen. Your baby is okay. Your baby's sleeping or your baby's with your, your, your sister or your mom or, you know, whoever that you love and trust, just take a deep breath and sip your coffee. It's going to be fine. So I, I still, that is something I'm still battling though. When I'm away from my baby, if it's not work, because a when you're working, you're focused on yeah. something. Eh? Parang you're, you're thinking, okay, I have to get this done. Then I'll go home. Yeah. But when it's just you for leisure lang, Oh my God, your mind is not where you, you're at. So um, I'm I'm still working on it, but I do make an effort to really, for me, it's, it's my workouts. It's yeah. like, it's really sneaking out while he's sleeping and I'll just like go for a run. I don't know, lift some weights. And I also need to lift weights because being a mom is not easy. I'm baby got na mga baby natin. My God. What has changed in how you see Time, as in the concept of time, now that you're a mom. Depends. Are we talking wake windows where like, kailangan na magnap yung baby? <laughs> Whichever. You, 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 can, you, can, you can talk about it in general. You can talk about it like, like oh my God. approaching it as before it was like a fleeting thing. Or, or now it's a fleeting thing. And then before I felt like yeah. I was going to live forever. And you know, I would just stay this yeah. way forever. Um, there really is something about um, birthing life that makes you so, I don't know if it's, it's not, it, it's vulnerable and yeah. no, you're really like, wow, life is so precious. Yeah. And, um, you're really, um, I want to be, I want to be so healthy for my baby. I want to be like, I want to be the best in, in like, in, in like every possible way, like physically. Right. So I've had a lot of moments like that where I never had them before. Never. I mean, like, you know, thinking about. I guess, like, I don't know, like, 
like him graduating or you know parang his wedding one day parang like your mind is like really thinking about like wow life is so precious and we have one life to live so being a mom really i wouldn't say that i wasn't a, I, I just it's just not something that i would think about because i didn't have a human dependent like are looking to me for like everything, diba? So I think that's something that motherhood kind of opened. And I would say that sometimes maybe you can, it can kind of like drive you insane also, diba? Yung buying your, I don't know if it tapped into like a fear of like worrying and like anxiety and you're just like, oh my God, diba? And then there's also the whole, the days are long, but the years are short thing, which is so true. Wow. Um, yung people say na parang parang nakakasawa to say time flies but wala you'll just keep saying it <laughs> there's no other thing to say but like oh my god time flies like uh, I don't even it's so nice to look back at like Tyler three months ago because he looked so different and they're all they're constantly changing they're ever you know they're growing they're experiencing new things they're making weird sounds and you know tr- trying to walk so yeah, I guess it's more of like, a, we're definitely more like, Nico and I are definitely more, ho- even more like homebodies. Like we just want to be like here with him, like staring at him all day. So we need to work on that for when he's like of age. So <laughs> we'll be cool parents. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's been, a, that's been a, like a new experience for me mentally, I guess. What are the biggest lessons that you've learned about yourself? Oh my god. Ugh. Biggest lessons. Um I think oh my god, this is super. I think maybe that you are stronger than you think. No? But um you were really um you 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 really can do it. It and even in the days where you feel like, oh, you're so exhausted. And like, I don't know how I'm going to, I don't even know how to do the the next task. You know what I mean? I'm just like, but somehow you stand up, you get up and you, you, you pull yourself together and then you make it to the end of the day. Can you let us know what the words you live by are nowadays? Oh my gosh. Hmm. The words that I live by. Um, this is really gonna like my background is really like I, I mean I'm a pastor's kid and I really grew up in church and I you know and I really just I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and it's really just it's just a it's a higher being for sure. If you don't believe in God, that's fine, but it is not by my power alone that I'm getting through this life. There's really grace. Um, and that's strengthening me. And every night that I, I pray and I ask God to like continue to to protect my family, continue to strengthen me, continue to keep us healthy. And to just really, I think, to just really trust him even when things are like even we're living in turbulent times. Like it's like, it's so stressful. There's so much going on. But even to just expect that life is going to have storms and just like look to God um for that it's really just looking to him for strength so that is me now um and those are like really the words that i live by thank you so much bea for being on what glass ceiling <laughs>